1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: Let's do this. Yeah,
3: welcome to Egg Chaser's Mid-Morning Coffee Edition. (laughs) Mid-Morning Matters.
2: Mid-Morning Rugby Matters. Phone in with your calls. Mid-Morning Matters. Who, uh rugby player and car, go. <laughs> Joe Marler and Land Rover. Do you reckon this could be, you know, we've already got
3: late night with egg chasers. <laughs> Maybe, like, your call with egg chasers. Do you know that awful slot they have on the radio between the end of breakfast and then nine, and
2: Nine and ten.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's what we could do. Call with egg chasers.
2: I like it. Well, no, I was thinking there is actually... one thing we need to work on there's a lots of things we need to work on there's lots of things we need to work on for sure but no there's there's a there's a voicemail service you can get online I'd like to get people's calls in I'll work on that let's not talk about that now we've just watched the British and Irish Lions lose their first proper match on tour hear me now believe me later yeah well we all predicted a Blues victory Uh, Phil got it on the nail he predicted a six point Blues victory It wasn't quite the 23-point victory you thought it would be, but the Blues did win. Disappointing for the Lions. Do we pick out the positives? Let's just get into it then. Hit that theme music, JB. Go. Well, it's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast. The podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. And we're here with you, is it actually four times a week through the Lions tour? I think it uh, might be, you know. I'm trying to think about this. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, four times a week through the Lions tour with post-match quick flash updates and with proper podcasts as as we normally do and extra ones as well. This is one of those immediate post-match reaction podcasts. Phil is at work surveying quantities of various things. Counting bricks, that's what he does. Counting bricks. Uh, JB somehow managed to get the morning. Don't ask where I'm meant to be <laughs> or what I'm meant to be doing. And I work nights, so it's all good anyway. There you go. Uh, so we've just watched 2216. the Lions were beaten. Um what are your takeaways from this, JB? Uh well, first thing you need to
3: remember is this isn't like a normal match. This isn't like Do you know when you watch a premiership, all the Six Nations, all the Test matches, all those matches are fundamentally about results. You can give the lions some leeway here which a, and say it isn't about the result, it's about the performance. Which makes me even more upset. So, hmm, it's a real mixed bag. This Blues team, in my opinion, were playing very, almost Northern Hemisphere-like rugby for the majority of the game. Mm. So if I said to you, look, there is a team in New Zealand, for some reason they prefer playing this kind of Northern Hemisphere-like game, and guess what, lads, it's going to be raining, and you're going to win loads of scrum, scru, scrum penalties, yep. and you're going to have a catch and drive in the corner in the last
2: five seconds,
3: no, yep. af- after the time has, time has expired, you'd probably take that as a Lions fan.
2: Completely. Completely agree. So, yeah, hmm.
3: This is so, so difficult to to dissect. The Lions were vastly improved from the Barbarians game. Now, for the Barbarians game, they could literally have been a Barbarians team themselves. They were pulled together. Uh, We've been over this lots and lots and lots, but basically they looked completely out of sorts. I would say at least in this game, they'd pulled together their defence. There's a little bit more defensive structure. As for the attack... I can't see anything which they're trying to... I can't see what they're trying to achieve. Can you?
2: No, I completely agree. Two games against, at least on paper, the two weakest sides that they're going to play. And... That on the strength that Auckland Blues were the, the, the lowest ranked team in Super Rugby, whether as we get close to the test the other sides put out strong sides, we'll wait and see. However, on paper, the two weakest sides they've played and they managed in 160 minutes of rugby to score 29 points. I don't think scoring 29 points against New Zealand in one game will be enough to win you a match. God, so no. so defence, that's a given. It's got to be tip-top, but attack. But the good news is, JB, the thing is, right, before we get down on the attack, it's all right. Rob Howley's in charge of that. Oh, they'll fix it tomorrow, probably. <laughs> yeah, he's got that covered. Oh uh, the man! The only
3: plus side I can see of having Rob Howley as attack coach is that his attack is so basic people can learn it quickly. That's the only real advantage <laughs> I can see.
2: I've got uh, I've got a book here, a book that's in the Rugby Dungeon called "The British and Irish Lions on This Day: History, Facts and Figures from Every Day of the Year."
3: Genuinely, one of my favourite books. Out. Yeah,
2: Saturday. The, uh, so this was Saturday the seventh of June. So today's date, but in, in nineteen ninety-seven, and it talks about the final game before the first test in South Africa. And the Lions won 35-30 to 30 because of some magic, the combined magic of Gregor Townsend and Jeremy Guscott. There was no magic on that field today. No, no
3: magic. there wasn't. I mean, it's hard to say, isn't it? I mean, you know, back in the day, the Gregor Townsend, Jeremy Guscott days, you could have one talented player who could just bamboozle someone with a couple of demis and all the rest of it. Uh, in my mind, the Lions' biggest problem, should be one of their strengths, which is they couldn't get over the game line. And if you can't get over the game line, you can have these really good halfbacks like Reese Webb and later on Johnny Sexton. But if they're, if they're getting rubbish ball, and I think they are, just what's the point? And the commentators were talking about the Lions opening up. Going side to side on a field isn't opening up. Where is all the smart play? Where is the box kicking? Where is the territory kicking? Where is the kick and chase? Where is all the basic shit? Sorry. The basic <laughs> stuff that you need in order to play rugby? Well, and it didn't exist.
2: Well, let's take that. Right. So on that. So the set piece was better, albeit let's let's forget about let's the last couple that, of yeah, line outs. The scrum was uh, great. The scrum was good. The driving mall was effective. And in the first half, you saw what happened when from the first game to the second, you had uh, some halfbacks that were going to just try and dominate territorially. So with with some... Reese Webb, who's not known for his kicking, had a reasonable kicking game.
3: Oh, I don't know. He's all right. He's all right. He's I mean, all right. He's, he's not he's known not, for it. He's not Murray, is he?
2: No, he's not Murray. But uh, that, that looked effective. Um, but when they have to try and stretch the ball, they just... I don't know Robbie Henshaw looks generally ineffective, uh, one-dimensional. Very interesting mention him. So he
3: is a, lo- a lovely rugby player. I like him a lot. I'm not sure if he's quite as one-dimensional as you make out, but I'll tell, you, with it, I'll tell you this much for free. He was very frustrated. I mean, how often do you see your inside centre do little uh, stabby through grubber kicks? I believe he's, he did that twice today. Well, I know, I don't believe it. I know he did it twice, but I believe he did it because he was frustrated. Nothing was developing. He just saw a wall of blue.
2: Uh, so Dan Bigger is, failed his head injury assessment, mm-hmm. which means he'll have to stand down for a mandatory fortnight, I believe. I'm, I'm thinking you might have, well, have to call someone else up. Yeah. Next cab off the rank is it Finn Russell, or George Ford? Probably Finn Russell, isn't it? It's
3: Finn Russell, and probably Finn Russell. Yeah, it's Finn Russell. Yeah.
2: Now, but Sexton came on and he, he had some pointless, some pointless kicking. This is crunch.
3: interesting, isn't it? A lot of people are talking about the Sexton's pointless kicking. Um, this is very Welsh in a lot of ways because. What you tend to find with Wales is Dan Bigger puts these up and unders under, and he's he's amazing at it. He'll chase it, he'll catch it. I mean, Dan Bigger might be one of the, you know could be one of the best fullbacks to play ten that there's been in a long, long time. Same with Halfpenny. You, you know, you put it up and he goes chase, chasing it, he catches it. Safe to say, it's not exactly Sexton's game, and I just wonder if he's if he's the wrong horse horse for that for that type of strategy. Yeah um there's just they just didn't do the basics well I, I know at the start they looked good with territory but you know i, I can't remember seeing a single box kick which i think is abso- absolutely vital
2: well there was a couple put up that liam williams went for oh my god <laughs> see i well anyway i'm not going to get into that you you say yellow i say penalty only but anyway well, we'll...
3: well it's, re- it's re- the repeats events, but i'll Add this to the, add this to that, which is why do you not just let the player land? I mean, uh, obviously there's a lot of machismo about being a fullback on the wing and you want to jump up and grab that ball. But if you just let him land and batter him,
2: I mean mm. that, that's good enough, right? Yeah, all right. Drive
3: to like touch. That. And actually, he's not. He didn't even. He wasn't even the Lions' winger who had the worst game. That'd be Jack Noel. Oh, I didn't think Jack Noel was that bad. Missed three of nine tackles. And he got completely outplayed by... um, Akira Iwani. No, not Akira
2: Iwani. Rico Iwani.
3: Yeah. Now, I'm assuming Rico Iwani is what happens when you mix
2: Digby Iwani with Rico gear. (laughs) Yeah, not far off. Yeah. He's pretty good, isn't he? He is pretty tidy, yeah. Bloody Pretty, what? pretty decent player. Uh, Money Bill Williams as well. In fact, we should just talk positives from a neutral perspective. What a way to win a match. That that try, the offload from Stephen her yes, well was said. filth. The offload from Sonny Bill Williams to follow it up, utter filth. And the gas from higher West, oh, electric. I mean, th- that that sort of spark, there was not a hint of from from this Lions side and that's what I find most concerning because as, as we've talked about to beat New Zealand as as Ireland will tell you you have to score quite a lot of yeah. points
3: yeah and isn't it interesting that the first time that the Blues go away from playing at Northern Hemisphere one up run up, and that's basically what they did Yeah, they score that magnificent try oh, no. and you think mm, well how are the Crusaders going to deal uh, sorry how are the Lions going to deal with the Crusaders or the Chiefs or the Hurricanes and the answer is hang on have they got the Highlanders as, as well yeah Christ when are they playing all, all all these
2: games midweek games and there's Saturday games for the next two ah, weeks yes, as well. right. so
3: it's Crusaders then
2: it's I'm not sure I haven't got the it must be in front of me Highlanders or Hurricanes or anyway. and then it's the first test is it first test is on the first uh, week it's in two weeks on Saturday
3: oh two weeks on Saturday
2: so yeah so there's plenty, there's plenty more games to go yet um Shall I try and go through some positives that I've written down? Yeah, go and on. Then, and then you can sort of... So, uh, DJ Hask actually did a ball carry. That was good. <laughs> I'm p- yeah. plucking the straws. All right, so here's a good one. Uh, Billy Vanapolo, we know he is a big loss. But Talupe had had a decent game. And CJ Stander had a decent game. So, two solid options at eight. Maybe it's not going to be as bad. I mean, you can't replace Billy, but those two at least seem to be on form uh, Courtney Laws loves ending fly halves that tackle in the first half yep that was good If I, I think you can't call yourself a fully fed, fully fledged top flight fly half until you've been utterly smashed by Courtney Laws is it
3: Is that like kind of a stand-up comic, call,
2: call himself a stand-up comic until he's died on stage? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I'm struggling for positives. All I've got is, uh, I've got some questions I want to ask you. Yes. So have I got this right from Stuart Barnes's commentary? Maru Itoji invented the hat, the, the clap. He yeah. invented hand clapping. Now,
3: I had to have a good think about this, because I did see that unique hand movement, which apparently is now called a clap. <laughs> and I thought, I don't think I've seen that prior to Maru Toji to- to playing rugby. So Stuart Barnes might be on something.
2: So Stuart Barnes said when a penalty was given for a scrum infringement or something like that, Maru Itoje started clapping. In-, in a way, he did during the Six Nations. He clapped a decision by the referee. And Stuart Barnes said... There's Maru with his signature hand clap. Signature. I mean, I'd love to have a signature hand clap. don't know how I'd do it. Maybe clap with the back of my hands? Maybe. No idea. Uh, maybe my signature hand clap would be what we got forced to do at school in assemblies. So they didn't want to make it too loud. We had to clap with two fingers. No. Just two fingers hitting the palm, yeah. Maybe, because
3: we're in a, a mad society now. We shouldn't clap at all. We should just jazz hands.
2: <laughs> or just click, like we're in a hipster yeah. poetry recital. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, what have I got written down here? Yeah, uh, Tipper and Noel need to get different coloured scrum caps. Yeah. What that a plus point? No, I mean, it's not a plus point. It's just a. It's just all matter of business. Is Scott Quinnell's accent for real? Like, he is just uber Welsh.
3: Yeah, he really is, isn't he? Um, he he must it must be some
2: con- like contractual thing. What that he has to hammer, yeah. ham up the Welshness? Yeah, Come re- on. really go for it. Yeah. Um, he's ticking a box, isn't he? Exactly, a diversity box, and um, British and Irish rugby. We saw that with the fat lads grafting and, and getting the line out drive. I don't want us to, to look at what look at that game and think all oh, set piece went well. That that's our blueprint. We're going to have to do more than that.
3: Well, hmm. yeah, we are going to have to do do more.
2: I, I'll ask you a question. Go on. Do you think this Lions team lacks maturity? Oh, that's interesting. Well, it shouldn't do because of the leadership qualities that you've got. Although I say that maybe yeah you might be onto something so my point on this
3: is lines are ahead it looks like they might actually win this thing though then they win a scrum and the carry on about winning a scrum on your own halfway line I, I was mesmerized by it um you've got high fives you've got a to- um, toji's signature hand clap yeah. <laughs> toji lost control of his body for about five, for about five <laughs> seconds. Sinclair's trying to hug him. Like, you've won a scrum, boys. You've won a scrum. You're two points up. And that, and that's basically it. Um, and then they go and lose the game. And I just can't help thinking, maybe as talented as some of these young lads are, maybe you just do need... I mean, can you imagine Alan Wynne-Jones doing that? Can you imagine Martin Johnson doing that? No. You get, ben right. Kay. Next job. Martin Corey? Next Simon job. Simon Shaw? Next job. Yeah, exactly. Next, next job. And I just think... Um, yeah, I think they were, they just assumed they'd go into a scrum, win the penalty. But they were so busy uh, se- <coughs> uh, celebrating their first job, they actually, like you say, forgot their next job. Could Rory best have played himself out of a test jersey with one line-out throw? Well, you know, talk about maturity, and then your most mature guy does that.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I want to try and be really positive about things. All I say is there is there is a massive emphasis on Saturday. They are going to get, a, 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 probably Saturday is as close as you're going to get to a test match. Until you see the Hurricanes. Well, potentially, although I don't think the Hurricanes will put out their full side because they're all blacks, will be a, will, won't be will be able to play by then. Yeah, that's true. Whereas the Crusaders, they've said they're going to put a strong team out. So I would, I would suggest that Saturday is going to be the toughest game that, that the Lions are going to face other than the actual test matches. And they're going to be putting out probably a test match type side, so I think the emphasis on Saturday is is now massive, and it's more than I mean result. Yes, and we've got to show that, but it's the we want we, we want to be able to sit here on Saturday after the game and go right. There's the there's the blueprint. There's the shape. There's the style. Yes,
3: yes, that's exactly what I want. I, I want just to see that they are progressing. Now, I'm going to now be the guy who shines some sunlight on this Lions performance. And that is, I would happily take a loss against Crusaders if I could see the incremental performance we saw from the Barbarians to the Blues to the Crusaders. And if they can carry on improving like that all the way up to the, test, to the tests, I think they've got a good chance.
2: Okay. Because the incremental
3: improvement actually is pretty vast. Yeah. I mean, that, isn't, that really isn't a bad improvement. No. Um, the, the only thing to worry about, and we haven't mentioned this, is how poorly the Blues played in patches with their mistakes. They had a ton of mistakes. So we assumed, didn't we, that, you know, there was a clear try-scoring chance for Anthony Watson against the Barbarians and they butchered it. And I think you rightly said, well, <laughs> the New Zealand teams will not but- butcher that chance. Well, the Blues did. But I don't I don't think that the Crusaders will. I don't think the Hurricanes will. I don't think the Chiefs will, the Highlanders will, or the All Blacks will. So, you know, they could have been down by a lot more a, a lot sooner. So, uh, you know, as long as the improvement is there, I'm going to let them off and say yes. This is why Lions tours exist. It's still an amateur tour in the professional era. There's a ton of work to do, but if they just improve, I'll be happy.
2: Okay. Yeah. Let's uh let's see where we are in a few days' time. Look, looking ahead, some other bits of news that have been breaking. It looks like Dane Coles may well be out for the for the for the series, mm-hmm. which would be a shame because you want the best players on the field, but selfishly probably quite a positive for the lions although they're, they're never
3: celebrating injured all black they're like um yeah what is the try to think of of, of um of those bad guys where you know you you, know, you kill one and then two and then two spawn up <laughs> they're, they're, like they're kind of like that they've probably got not one hooker in the wings but two they're like they're the awesome.
2: uh the agent in the matrix Yes, you kill one, and then two like, show well, up. Yeah, exactly. Loads more show up. Tons. Yeah, they've got they've got some ridiculous depth for strength in depth. Yeah, so, uh, I, There's a funny little picture I've just seen on Twitter where someone said, who'd have thought it? Who would win? Some lions or a colour? <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, dear. Yeah. Oh
2: dear. Um, I don't want to keep sitting here and being down. I'm, um, yeah. It's, it's all right. It's going to be okay. Saturday, 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 Saturday. Right. Oh, There was a couple more. All right, Joe Marla came on and took care of business, well, apart from that penalty Joe game. Joe Marla was good, yeah. Joe Marla was good when he came on. Oh, I don't know.
3: What do you think the score's going to be for um, Crusaders?
2: Well, let's let's wait and see when the teams are actually announced. Okay. Uh, let's wait and see for that and do a, do a little preview pod, which will be coming on Thursday, right? Uh, No, I'm a little bit busy on Thursday, Tim. Thursday? Oh, right, Ele- yes. Election
3: night, I'll be on Five Live and on some panel from... Ten o'clock till five in the morning. Oh
2: my word! Right. Well, now I know where to avoid. Then I'll go. I'll go. I'll go Dimbleby rather than Campbell. I I tell you what, mate. um, You might catch me in full breakdown mode. No, I don't think so,
3: mate. At a breakdown mode, hysteria.
2: Oh, imagine if the if you were going to have it round one way, it would be the Blues lose this match today and the Blues win the election tomorrow. I'd I'd take Blues winning all round, thank you. (laughs) Um, So we won't do the. So we'll do some we'll do sort of pre- we'll do some sort of preview podcast um uh, uh, potentially but uh, we, we anyway just basically hit subscribe on iTunes and Acast and then every episode will get delivered to you. We're on Facebook where you can see the video of this and thank you for listening. Leave your review on iTunes. Oh, one thing. Uh, Cornerstone have got a brand new razor. Yes, I have one. The brand new one, the new model. Oh yeah. It's beautiful. Um it is we love it more than well, it's for me far above the competition for you jb oh for me it's the smoothest shave i've ever had and tons of egg chasers are getting on board with this one and the the, the thing is if you hear us rabbiting on about this and go do you know what i'm just going to give it a go to so i can sh- see if these boys are full of hot air or not we're not i promise you uh but there's no obligation and it's only four quid mm. less than a pint four quid and you could get a beautiful Cornerstone presentation box delivered straight to your house with a free engraved aluminium shaft, a new model as well, with your initials on it, and you get half a dozen razors as well, or whatever else you want to order at cornerstone.co.uk slash eggchasers. That's cornerstone.co.uk slash eggchasers, or... Egg 10 at
3: checkout. We we need to revamp these adverts, so do you remember those charity adverts? If you just buy two Corner... That's the one... Just two Cornerstone razors could send the boys out on the beers for an hour.
2: That's not the point, JB. I want to. I want to share Cornerstone because they don't do big TV adverts like other brands. They don't. They don't have George North as their ambassador like other brands. Yeah, but they have the the world's biggest rugby podcast. As their ambassador. exactly and we were there where, right at the very start with cornerstone when they first started out we were we were the first people they did work with so uh, we're very very 50 proud sales protective of cornerstone
3: will tell will, will send your favorite podcast to a rooftop bar in barcelona <laughs> for that's
2: hundred, not the point that's not the point cornerstone sales the point is about getting the best <laughs> shave you can <laughs> oh yeah 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 it's also the best shave but it does do other things too which is fun uh, cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers get involved and uh, by the way on the next podcast as well there's some amazing tour stories that are coming through while we're on the um, on the Lions tour and there's loads of Brits going out there for a, for a good old bender uh, but there's loads of people that are, uh, are submitting brilliant tour stories we've got some raging ball clobber that you can win for submitting your story email it to contacteggchasers at gmail.com you've got some brilliant ones to look forward to on the next podcast trust me uh, contacteggchasers at gmail.com and uh, look at Twitter at rugby podcast for a special Raging Bull discount.
3: Now, Tim, I know you don't want to have a production meeting in in front of all the fans. No, that's all right. Go on. Let's let's, I, sh- let's see how the sausage is made. If I can set up the Skype for next week, would you be interested in doing? Because there's only a, twi- a twenty minute podcast after the after the game. Do you fancy having people call in? Yes. Fans calling in. Yes. You may as well. Yes. All right. Let's let's that yes. on the on the back burner leave it with me.
2: Right alright so uh, the next time uh, yeah let, let's try and work that so for these post-match games we, we'll get your initial you in, will get your immediate thoughts after a game and make them part of the show that'll be brilliant awesome good shout right so I think we're done we, we are done We will. Um, we will see you on the next podcast hit subscribe and thank you very much for listening bye
3: bye